Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, and uh, I, I'll tell you what, I am so excited because, you know, it is the 25-year anniversary of Scuba Radio, but uh, uh, we're doing some really cool things this year to celebrate, and one of them is probably going to be the highlight of our entire anniversary. It's going to be our trip back to Fiji. It has been way too long since we've been there, and we have uh, Philo on from Fiji as we we speak live. Fila, welcome to Scuba Radio. How are you? Bola Binaka, Greg. I'm very well, and everything is going on well here in Banga. Banga Lagoon. Yeah. Yes, you know, they, they have such phenomenal diving there, but I've, I've said this a million times, uh, Philo, uh, that, that the, you know, the, the thing about Banga Lagoon is it's, it's its own little private island, and the people are what set the destination apart. Now, look, the diving is world class. Everybody knows that Fiji is the soft coral capital of the world, uh, more color than you could ever imagine. And it is phenomenal diving, and I can't wait to do that. But when you meet the people of Fiji, like yourself and the people that run the resorts and, and all this kind of stuff, it is truly a unique experience. Do you realize how unique and adventurous you guys actually are in that regard? Bilo, do you get that oh, a lot or what? Oh, yes. All the guests we do receive over here when they go back, they rave of all the diver sites we do have here. And uh, everything we do in Bangalagoon, they rave about it. They live well with tears because they enjoy it everything they do here in Banga. That's right. You leave with tears, as she said, yeah. because, yeah. you know, when you get to the island, you know, like I said, you got to take a little water taxi from the mainland uh, over yeah. to Banga Lagoon. And when you get yeah. there, uh, all the staff from the resort, they're like waving like, hey, welcome and all this. And we're like, what is going on? This is like a, you know, whole entourage thing. Bring it. it makes you feel kind of special. And then you get to know them over a few days of diving there at Bengal Lagoon. And when you leave, they line up and, and send you off. And, yeah, everybody's waving. Yeah. They're tearing up because they don't want to leave. It's yeah. like leaving your family. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Truly yeah. unique. So, you know, that is what really sets Fiji apart, I think, from any other dive destination that we've been to around the world. And and you guys enjoy this as much as we do. I mean, this cultural exchange, is just is it kind of built into the Fijian culture, you think, there, Philo, or what? Oh, yes, it is in the blood. It's in the community, wherever you go in Fiji. You know, whenever you step foot on the shore, you already feel at home. We are family. That's right. You might feel that, uh, yeah, 
as soon as you step foot on the shore, yeah. you'll feel at home. Now, when yeah. we get to Bengal Lagoon as part of our travels here in September, um, how much kava are you going to have on supply for our crew? <laughs> as many as you can take. Yeah, as many, yeah, like it could be like 10 <laughs> coconut cups. Uh, you know, who knows? Yeah. For our crew, it could be quite a bit. But uh, yeah. but we have to have that kind of ceremonial kind of thing and just, Absolutely. you know, share with the local. That's part of the whole uh, experience, yes. right? Yes, yes. We have lots to share with you. We have lots of cultural activities to share with uh, with the team. And that's what makes it truly unique, like I said. Absolutely, and we're going to yes. cover that as much as we can when we're on site. Yeah. Now, Bengal Lagoon, that particular area, really known for diving, one of the hot spots for diving, for sure, in Fiji. And, uh, you know, one of the things about Benga is just the resort itself. Like I said, you're kind of like in your own little private island, uh, rainforest, jungle. I don't know. How, how many uh, rooms and, and things do do you have at Benga these days? We do have uh, 25 deluxe uh, air-conditioned Fijian-style bores. Uh, some have uh, the, the plunge pools. Um, there's uh, ocean views. Uh, we have gardens and uh, the exotic uh, koi ponds around the koi ponds. Oh, okay. So there's 25 altogether. Excellent. And the food's yeah. all-inclusive kind of uh, set up. You all go inclusive. there, you stay there, and all you yeah. have to worry about is where you're going to do your next dive or hike up the mountain mm-hmm. and see all a right. waterfall or what. It's just nuts, the stuff that they have there uh, in Fiji and especially Bengal Lagoon. Now, now, what about the diving? Let's talk a little bit about that, uh, Philo. Do you dive yourself, okay. by the way, or, or not? I do, I do, but I do the short dives. I think short dives, I can see a lot from there. Yeah? And, uh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite critter that you like seeing underwater there uh, off the I, coast of Bengal I just want to go and see the seahorse. Oh, they yeah. They swing gracefully in front uh, of the, just in front of the resort. Yeah, right there in the, the house reef, you have, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you have seahorses, yeah. do you? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's a good sign. They they say those are like the uh, what the canary in in the uh, cave kind of thing. If you if you have seahorses, yeah. the reef is very very um, you know healthy and that kind of thing, and and that's kind of what yeah. you get there in uh, in Fiji. But our on-site five-star petty operations, they will reveal the amazing uh, underwater worlds of uh, calm and pristine lagoon to everyone, and. Uh, yeah, you will be seeing very exciting uh, things like the walls, different wrecks, and the exciting shark uh, dive uh, site. We have a special one, the cathedral. Yes. And they, yes. Is that the one right been- across the, the way from Benga? So the big shark dive that they have that gets all the publicity where they got these big old monster tiger sharks and schools yes. of fish. Oh, my God. Yes. That was one of the most yeah. intense and insane shark oh. dives that I've ever experienced. Yes. So they it, have it's going strong. It's still still oh, the thing, very, huh? Very, 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 very strong. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. is definitely on the list for our crew, for sure. So that's one uh, of the premier cool. dives that they have in Benga. And then you can go up the, uh, you know, during your surface interval, obviously you feed everybody real well, but you got a lot of hiking and little things to just distract you on your surface interval, right? What, isn't there some like places you can walk to that have like waterfalls and things, or I don't we, rem- remember exactly. We, we do, we do, we do have a waterfall, and that's where the legend of the firewalkers began from. Oh. Yeah, yeah like it's a 40, 45 minutes from the resort. 
So, yes. so what? You you walk up to that uh, waterfall and then you set someone on fire, or what? Oh, oh, well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's where the gift uh, started from from the, that uh, waterfall. The gift, yeah, the gift that was given to to one guy at that time, Tui by the name. Uh-huh. He was given the gift of this uh, fire walking. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, I'll tell you what, we're, we are planning to bring a mermaid with us. Should we uh, uh, sacrifice really? her to the Fijian gods oh, or really? firewalkers oh, or oh, what? please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll they just bring her along. Her, yeah. yeah, they will love her, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they loved, uh, loved our mermaids last time. They didn't care about me. Look, I got a face for radio, so does all the other rest of our uh, male crew. But we do are, are planning to have a mermaid with us. And last time, the mermaids were a huge, huge hit in Fiji. And we won't sacrifice oh, yes. any, at least oh, not at yes. this point. Oh, yeah. we love her. We'll accommodate. Oh, I think you'll be further far away from her compared to the staffs. They will want to stay close to her all the time. Yeah, that, that's true. They won't <laughs> care anything about the rest of us, but they will care about the mermaid for yeah. sure. It'll yeah. make us quite popular. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. Well, I cannot wait to get out to Benga Lagoon in Fiji and uh, look so forward to coming back out there in September. So uh, plan accordingly, you know, hire additional security, whatever you need to do to accommodate the scuba radio crew, and uh, we'll come out there and have some fun. Well, Greg, it's so nice talking with you and seeing you and make sure relate to the group members to, to bring something in white because we have white parties on Friday, the last day before you leave. We will plan accordingly. Sounds okay, good. Okay, Greg. We got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Thank you. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. 
Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Bulavinaka and Maggie Khan of Matava Eco Resort. Nadeva Kandavu, south of the Pacific Islands in Fajoye. You are listening to Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to scuba diving. And now here's a guy I got liquored up enough to put on a grass skirt. Greg the Dive Master. Greg, you wicked girl. <laughs> this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, that kind of chatter was making CJ uncomfortable, so he's left the studio and left me and Bubble Boy to manage. And uh, if you went to if you went to Fiji, Bubble Boy, you're yeah. not going on this trip in September. But God, if you went, you you would put on a grass skirt and a coconut bra, uh, wouldn't you? Come on. Yeah. Well, it depends it, on how much coffee I've had and yeah, if Jerry yeah, brings yeah. his moonshine. But you know, it's disrespectful to not do as the locals do. So that's what they do sometimes. You drink kava, you put on a coconut bra and a grass skirt, and you um, hang. For diplomatic reasons, right? Yeah, I mean, it's disrespectful not to do as the locals do. So Jerry, the diver guy, is going to know this. He's going to participate in such a... He he does that on a dare. I mean, so he doesn't have to go to Fiji to put on a grass skirt, let alone a coconut bra. Yeah, nobody will be looking at you, Greg. They'll be looking at Jerry and his mankini. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a disturbing thought for sure, but it's not disturbing, Greg. But <laughs> How dare you? It will be traumatizing. Uh, yeah, you know he'll he'll feel right at home in Fiji. I have a feeling, <laughs> Jerry the diver guy will. Casey the tobacco nut is with us as well, and uh, if that weren't enough, and obviously it's not, uh, we've brought in some uh, the big. We brought in the big guns. Mermaid Rachel is with us. Uh, where are you today, Rachel? I mean, you're on the road again, as you always are. I believe is that true? Where are you? That is correct. So today I'm in Pacific Beach, Washington. Um, I'm going to be working on a reservation for the next two weeks. And uh, in the meantime, on my days off, I'm out trail running, beach running, or hopefully I'll be able to meet up with some buddies to go free diving. Nice. I like it. Now, uh, Rachel, would you say you're on a reservation? Is that what you said? Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't think that's what she's talking about, is it? That's inappropriate. Yeah, explain. Yeah. Yes, I'm Native so, American. Um, I have the right. <laughs> I am. I am working at a reservation. Um, there's a pharmacy clinic out here, and uh, the pharmacist has gone fishing. So uh, I'm covering for him for the next two weeks. Wow! Do they have a casino too? In, in between no, working? Uh, yeah, right. there's hardly that anything is here. bad. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, a lot of them do. I mean, I, I'm. That's a good thing. I like that. Look, my like people that. know how to make money. What do you what do you mean your people? Jerry's one hundred and fifty-seven thousand uh Jerry the America, diver guy. You're you a diver. That. No, he's a Cowie Indian. He's what? A Cowie. A Cowie. <laughs> Are you no. really? Are you part uh I'm, I'm part uh, Cherokee. Okay. Like uh, how much? What did you do like a twenty three and me thing and it came uh, up like two percent or what, Jerry? I don't know. Like my great great grandmother's full blooded Cherokee. Okay, so what that what does that mean? So I'll like, freaking scalp your ass, Greg. <laughs> okay. All right. I and then the other part of it is the Hatfield from the Hatfield. Oh, oh, what a combo. I'll scalp you, then I'll shoot you. <laughs> okay. And then I'll make And then there's that part of him that's body. related to Elvis. There's oh, no, yeah. co- uh, yeah. no coincidence that Barry the Bugger is not with us now. Uh, did you take him out? 
Did he say something that, uh, did you guys have a little lover? Like spat, I said. Spat, and that was it? Like I said, he will not make it to land if he does not perform. Wow. That's, I, you know, that's just awkward. And I apologize, Rachel, that you're hearing this. Uh, but uh, it's a whole she long... She might have pop some drugs in his honey. Yeah, okay, that's, that's enough. Yeah, Mermaid right. Rachel needs to watch out because she's a pharmacist, and Jerry, the... Presley is looking for his own personal pharmacist. Huh. Okay. Well, that uh, we know how that ended. But uh, regardless, no. let's move on to other stuff. Rachel, yeah. actually, she was out there on the West Coast. She, last time we spoke to you, you were going to deliver a uh, trawling boat from where to where? Where, where did uh, you yeah, go? Yeah, so we were going, we started in Port Angeles, Washington, and the boat was supposed to go all the way down to San Francisco. But unfortunately, um, we hit some weather. Uh, so fortunately, we had some following wind and weather. Um, but when it came time to take a left turn and go under the Golden Gate Bridge, we would have had, you know, a, a poor weather window to do that. Yeah. And so the captain um, decided that we were going to bank off in Yreka, or Eureka. And so they waited out the weather window while the other crewmen and I had to get back to our muggle jobs. Hmm. Uh, back to your muggle. Did you just say back to your muggle drops? Yeah, our muggle jobs. That and that—that's where jobs, you. Greg, jobs. Oh, jobs. That's like a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said other muggle jobs. I thought she said jobs. muggle jobs. Muggle. I like muggle job. Muggle. You call muggle. that? Oh, all right. Job. All right. It is. She yeah. does kind of live a fairy tale life. Yeah. Uh, Greg so I get is it. A muggle. Right. So he and may she not is, understand. And she's, you know, she's a mermaid. So she, she is she kind of magic. About, uh, yeah. She has about T and pre names. All right. Well, that's enough. That's, that's enough of that. All right. But, uh, okay. So weather blew it out from the standpoint of being able to take the boat under the Golden Gate Bridge, which would have been <laughs> quite a picturesque uh, cruise. But some of the other <laughs> things that you saw during the adventure do sound pretty, pretty sweet. You texted me that uh, we saw eight whales. Wow. Like all at yeah. once or like, uh, yeah, we got really? eight whales. Yeah. That was on the way out of Port Angeles, um, before we got out into open ocean and, uh, we look out to our left and you see the, the spouts of water and you look and sure enough, there were eight whales. That, wow. So we got oh, some pretty good clips of that. How about that? What kind yeah, do you know? Cool. Were they like humpbacks or what, what kind of whales do you know? Um, I think they were gray whales. I don't know. I am wow. not a good whale identifier, um, yeah. but the, the guys were thinking that they were gray whales. There's two other people on the crew. So the captain and then two of us crew. So as uh, a mermaid, you really should know your brethren whale. You're a, well, a whale <laughs> well, to a mermaid. Is, I had two legs this time. That's right. She, she had <laughs> sold her soul contract. to the uh, sea witch so she could uh, work this boat uh, project. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, a whale is a whale is a whale. Right. Well, okay, Prince, you were were hanging with Prince Charming. Is that what you said? Well, no, not on the boat. Not on the boat. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, but you didn't communicate with the whales, or you just uh, saw them in the distance, or how close did they get to to your boat? Oh, gosh. They were probably a half a mile away at least. Ah, Right. But I tried. I was like, hello. Yeah. I'm a mermaid. Come on over, guys. Or gals, (laughs) or whatever they were. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty yeah. sweet to see whales out there. You never know. And dolphins was a uh, oh. common uh, viewing over in that uh, neck of the woods as well on your cruise. Yeah. So um, the only time we actually saw dolphins was on my watch. So we were running watches where it was just one person and then the other crew would be taking time to rest. So yeah. it was like four hours on, eight hours off. 
Um, and on my watch, I actually got to see a whole bunch of dolphins. Sweet. So, um, They're right in the awesome. wake of your vessel, I would imagine, maybe? Yep, yeah. out on the bow. Yeah. She's the only one that's seen dolphins. Mm, nobody else seen them. Not on her crew. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll tell you what, that part of the... Uh, that that run of the ocean is uh, very popular for seeing dolphins like that. I've been out there and seen that as well, so that's impressive. All right, uh, murmur more with Mermaid Rachel coming up murmur. next. Yeah, stay close to the world's <laughs> first radio show devoted to diving. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit exploreventures.com. That's exploreventures.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Mmm, let's talk lobster. Yeah, lobster. Steak, shrimp, Flipping, flipping like a mobster. Hold on, hold on. Steak, triple lobster. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Yes, we're going to be doing a little bit of that. Definitely the lobster. Maybe some steak, too. A little surf and turf could be in oh, yes. uh, order for uh, Bugfest by the Sea, the Get official hungry, kickoff of lobster mini season in Florida is this Wednesday and Thursday. Rachel, you, got, you ought to calm down. You're over here on the West Coast. You ought to come over there and grab some lobster. But you got other stuff going on, I guess, right? Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. yeah so Rachel, still working. What is more important than coming, <laughs> hanging out with us, eating lobster steak? Uh, I don't work. think in the continental I mean, U.S., Rachel could be much further away than right now. Well, that is true. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's Unless like she was in Alaska. Yeah. Well, uh, she, she has uh, distractions of whales and dolphins and. God knows what else. And then, of course, she, uh, that four-letter word we don't like to say, work. Uh, <laughs> the only the distraction way. we have is Jerry the Diver Guy. Yes. <laughs> Which, a lot of people consider him a four-letter word, but that's a whole different <laughs> issue. But uh, yeah, no, run is a three-letter word. Right? Okay, whatever. But uh, Rachel, what? I mean, have you ever went lobstering yourself? 
I mean, we this is a big deal for us Florida divers. You're out on the West Coast uh, today, and usually out there in Vegas. Do you have you ever went hunting for lobster, like for California spiny lobster or anything like that, or no? Actually, nope. It's still on the to do list. So you know, hopefully, I'll be able to make this in future years. But I've tended to take pictures of things, and I like eating things at restaurants like and grocery stores. But I've never actually like had the connection to hunting my own food yet. Yes. It's a really good apocalypse skill, so it's definitely on the bucket list. That's right. I well, mean, you never know. Those are going to come after Exactly, you. <laughs> and you got to have a plan B. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, and the best thing, uh, by the way, uh, I've said this many times before, the best uh, solution for the zombie apocalypse is to go out on a boat, and being that mm-hmm. we're scuba divers, we can, you know, we can get our own food in the ocean and be mm-hmm. away from the zombies. Zombies can't swim. That's a scientific fact. Look it up. Well, the World War Z zombies. Did they, they swim? Could, like walk to. Well, no, they could walk on the ocean bottom. Yes, but they can't get on your boat. They, well, just, they also yeah. done they, that in Pirates of the Caribbean. Zombie. Yeah. What'd you say, Jerry? What? They also done that in Pirates of the Caribbean too. So. Oh yeah, Pirates. Of the... Okay. Yeah. Wait, come Before on, let's come back to reality. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know, get on a boat. And go salvage or, you know, go uh, hunt for your food, lobster, you know, do a little fish, and you'll be fine for the zombie apocalypse. Kill a, kill a few lionfish. Maybe. <clears throat> well, at that point, you may not care <laughs> about the invasive species. You're yeah. just trying to survive at that point. But, you you know, it's a good skill to have to know how to catch lobster, to tickle them out from under a ledge uh, mm-hmm. or a hole or whatever the case may be. But, you, you know, Rachel. With the looper, though. That's right. Well, say that again, Casey. What? I said, with the looper, with, with your little gimmick there, you just put it behind them and pull the trigger. A gimmick? What do you mean? The, the equalizer <laughs> is not a gimmick. Uh, I'm afraid it's a, it's a gimmick. These things are what? so deadly, the ATF is out. Wait, why do you call it? Wait, hold on, hold on. Nobody, nobody else, the reason I call it a gimmick is that it's a unique way nobody else has done it. Okay. So it's a gimmick. Well, no, no, it's unique. And, and it's efficient. It's a one-handed lobster snare. In that perspective, it's a gimmick that works. Well, Rachel, let me it. let me throw it at you. If you were going to join us next week, would you be a looper or a tickler? I think I'd have to try both. You know, you can't you mix can't it up. You, you try, try both and see which which uh, technique you prefer. That's yeah, why exactly. I love Rachel. She's wonderful. <laughs> She's open to all different experiences, as you should. Absolutely. All right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I started as a tickler, and I mm-hmm. evolved into a looper when it came hmm. to uh, lobstering and other I things. I started as an equalizer, and I'll end as an equalizer. No, no, no. Yeah, you, didn't right. you, you tickled once before, didn't you? Well, uh, I, you? I, I, do, I do take my tickle stick with me when they do get back in there a little farther than what I want. Oh, so um, so your looper and uh, tickling fluid. Yes. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Um, you, you know, combine the drink. techniques. Uh, mm. The more uh, you know, tools you have in your your, your shed there, the the better your chances. Because yeah, a lot. Of, sometimes you do need to have a tickle stick to tickle the lobster out a little bit. Tap them on the tail, get them out, and then you can grab your looper and loop them. Uh, Once you got them out and do it. But if you're really good, you can use your looper as a tickler at the same time. Uh, But sometimes it's hard to get 
uh, a looper behind them. Yeah, is, it's is, a little bulkier than a tickle stick. Exactly. But so, it does work well. Yeah. And then it's fun just to say, you know, you're a tickler. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that kind of. Sometimes it's fun to take a tickler and just whoop the snot out of them. Okay. And then, then he'll take it out of the bedroom and uh, <laughs> use it to catch lobster. <laughs> But uh, that's a whole different story we're not made, supposed to talk made, about on the air. made Rachel blush. Yeah. Casey. You know, Rachel Aww. is kind of a superhuman, though. Yeah. And uh, she is a freediving instructor. And, they're, they're, you know, uh, they're getting ready for the uh, release of Avatar 2 and 3. You know this, Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. You run with that yeah. crowd. And uh, freediving played a major uh, part in the filming of Avatar 2 and 3. And it's coming out at the end of the year. year. Yeah. And um, Kate Winslet's been making the rounds already for PR and stuff, bragging about how she had uh, held her breath for like six and a a half minutes, which Mm -hmm. is impressive. That is impressive. And in like a minute and a half longer than Tom Cruise uh, evidently did for Mission Impossible. So she's like, you know, uh, beating her chest saying, eh, I'm better than Tom Cruise. Eh, suck it, loser. (laughs) Well, do you, you know, I which is cool? That's fine. Yeah, I actually didn't look into it though. Like I know Kate Winslet was using use, doing a breathe up on some sort of mixed gas. That's as what to I was going to get to. Because six and a half minutes is insane, right? Even for an experienced um, free diver like, for you, isn't it? Pretty high. If you've been if you've been training, like I have a five oh eight minute breath hold on regular, just ambient air. And I have a buddy who has like a 10 and a half minute breath hold. So it is within normal range to be able to do something like that. Really? Uh, Okay. There's another movie coming out, which I can't share too much, but I know that one of the main actresses has a six minute breath hold on regular air. Wow. So, so it's just uh, on one breath of air, uh, whether (laughs) at depth or not, like you could have, uh, taken the breath at depth on a compressor tube or something, and then hold your Uh, breath for six Six minutes or yeah, at the you, surface? You're, when you're kind of timing those, that's called a static free dive. And you're yeah. basically floating face down in the water, playing dead at the surface. Yeah. Your face is submerged to trigger the mammalian dive reflex. And you'll take your final breath and then you'll go into your dive just hanging out at the surface, not moving. Mm, okay. So she did that for six minutes, you're saying? Um, I can't speak to that because I haven't been there, but from what I've seen with the press, she was saying that she has a six minute breath hold. I would think that that would be the way that they do it. Hmm. Okay. I mean, but, but if you're well, uh, going down, that. if you're going down a depth, say you had to do, uh, do a shoot at like 20 feet. So you got to swim down from the surface. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, five minutes is extremely respectable. That's very high, isn't it? For, for most even free dive aficionados i mean isn't it more like into the four to six minute range where most people come in is that a fair thing to well assume? if you're diving down i would say like the the vast majority of people are doing like two to three is respectful if you're going down and diving on just regular ambient air right like if you're talking about spear fishers like yeah they're you know or you know when we were on a project that i was on you're doing max two minute breath holds like you do your breathe up and then, you know, you don't want to be that one person that ruins the scene. Yeah, um, Jerry. So like- <laughs> Come on, Jerry. You know you are that person. You're that guy. All right, we'll talk more about this next. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> 
your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I want to catch the oldest lobster on the planet. I want to look in the magnificent eyes of this beast. Say, oh my God, you're magnificent. What time is it? It's sexy lobster time. Sexy lobster time. It's sexy lobster time. Who's a sexy lobster? I'm a sexy lobster. You a sexy lobster? You ain't no sexy lobster. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Sexy lobster time is upon us. As we uh, get ready for Bugfest by the Sea uh, this uh, Wednesday and Thursday, who would have thought that there was a sexy lobster time? I've known this for years. Uh, that you know, because when you catch lobster, it kind of takes over. Uh, you, you get lobster fever. Jerry had this last time we went uh, catching lobster. He got the fever, and uh, oh, yeah. his eyes became big as saucers. He forgot all about the uh, rules of diving and staying with his buddy team. He blew that out right out of the water. Y'all just left me hanging for the lobster. No, nobody left you or nothing. You didn't care about nothing except the lobster. You can't do that. You can't succumb to lobster fever, uh, Jerry. It's just jealousy that I come up with a bag full of lobsters that kills. come up with nothing. Lobster fever kills people. Yeah. And it uh, pisses off your dive buddies. So don't do it. Uh, Don't be like Jerry was last time. <laughs> Worst thing about lobster fever is yeah. you can never get that last breath of air out of the tank just before you tickle that lobster. Well, All that's I true. Know is I come up with a bag full of lobsters and I fed everybody. Uh, he's, he's delusional. That's what lobster fever does to you. Uh, and then it makes you start singing things like sexy <laughs> lobster time. Uh, but you know, once you do that, once you get back to the uh, boat and or back to dock and stuff, and start eating the lobster, and then it's time to go nuts. You can do whatever you want; that's fine. But you got to catch them. You got to keep keep your head on straight when you're catching the lobster. And we're going to have a full report for you next week on the show as we uh, do the entire broadcast from Bugfest by the Sea 10 year anniversary. It's going to be very special, and uh, we're going to bring you along for the ride. So make sure you tune in for that. Also. You know, next week is Shark Week on Discovery Channel. It starts tomorrow. I haven't talked about it much because, honestly, I am, I, I'm not looking forward to uh, a couple of the shows. I'm, I'm a little disappointed with what the lineup is. Now, they're, they are going to have some shows that are, are going to be, you know, shark scientist type stuff, and it'll be due. But they got a couple that I'm just shaking my head like, come on, guys. <laughs> really? You know what? What is the point of this? It doesn't do anything for sharks. It's a uh, you know they're bringing the jackass guys back, and they got the impractical impro- jokers people uh, uh, coming in to do a special. I don't really. I'm not really a fan of either. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, I'll tell you, I, the jackass guys are pretty nice, but I think they're morons. <laughs> you know, I mean, but that that's well, the that appeal. That's how they made their living. <clears throat> that's right, right. And, and that's the appeal. And uh, I get that. I don't see how that really ties into sharks uh, or doing anything good for sharks in general. But, eh, you know, it is what it is. And then the Impractical Jokers thing, I, I, I don't get those guys at all. I know they're wildly popular. They're kind of like uh, 
I don't know, like a clean version of Jackass to me, <laughs> yeah. there, and which doesn't say a lot. Uh, but uh, whatever. I mean, you know, to each his own. People like what they like. I just, once again, neither one of those uh, groups, I don't know what that has to do with uh, educating people about sharks or doing anything good for, for sharks in general. So I think uh, Discovery, uh, just knowing those two shows are coming at us, I'm very disappointed. Now they do have The Rock, who is going to be, you know, the ambassador of Shark Week. Uh, this coming week, and he'll do some intros and stuff, and I think that's all right. He has uh, roots in Hawaii, and he might have some good things to say. I don't think he's doing any diving or anything, though, from what I hear. I mean, we'll find out, but he's just doing like, you know, they put they got the rock to kind of stand up and be a big celeb to possibly say some good things about sharks and his Polynesian background and all that kind of stuff. Maybe there might be some some positive uh, messages there for sharks, but but the other stuff, I'm like, golly, why do they got to do that crap? I mean, with all the people that they could bring in celebrity-wise to draw attention to Shark Week and get the ratings that they have to get, and, uh, and, and you know, I, I just don't get why they do that. Too bad they can't get Jason Momoa, you know, for Barry. Yeah, of course. Aquaman would be a great fit. And uh, Jerry would, I mean, what, Jerry? Oh, me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave me out of that equation. Okay, sure, you would like it. Don't lie. Well, you know, in order to uh, promote sharks, they're, they're bringing back Jaws movie, but they're going to play it backwards. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you play it backwards, then the shark repairs the boat, heals the man, oh. finds the woman's missing leg, and swims off as a hero. Hey, I I would see that. Yeah, I would go see that. Hey, you know, get on that. Start filming now, Casey. That sounds like a good project. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it it'll be interesting to see how it plays. And you know, if it was anything like last year, the Jackass thing didn't. I didn't like that at all. I remember. Well, I thought it was cool. Fan. They got their ass ate up, Greg. Nah, there was nothing cool about that. They didn't. Yes, you know, it was when you look at it from the from shark conservation standpoint what what message does that send the guy got bit by a shark stuff you get bit yeah okay i i guess but i i don't understand how that does any good have any good message for for sharks well maybe they're going for a repeat of this year they do something stupid and get bit twice no, I don't think that's what happens, but they do take poopies down to get his get over his fear <laughs> of sharks. <laughs> so, because he's the one who got bit last yeah, time. But whatever. Poopies. You know, like I said, it is what it is. I'm just overall kind of Well, you know, they, they've got, uh, I think, one or two, I think two shows of all just nothing but hammerheads. So, I'm, I am happy with that. And then they're doing something with the bull sharks yeah well you know they in have australia I they think. have different aspects of shark week They're, they've been bringing in celebrities every year to kind of make you know make shark week bigger and better than ever and they throw in some good conservation shark yeah. adventures and things and i think that's all that's all good and even bringing in celebrities i think is a good idea to draw attention bring that audience into shark week and maybe they'll learn some stuff about sharks and that kind of stuff i just don't get you know when you bring in the certain groups it's kind of like you know, and the practical jokers, they're, they're going to do stunts. They're going to, you know, bet their buddy, like, hey, get in the shark cage or put on a meat necklace or something. I mean, yeah. That's what's going to go. Well, it's like, what what message does that send? I don't get thrills. it. it well, it's like, with all of our connections, why can't we get on the show doing positive shark promotion? Okay, well, we could. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we've done our I own experiment. I mean, could you call a producer? You have a little black book. positive. I, here's problem. my pitch. We did this years ago. We put a bunch of mermaids in a shark cage with, uh, with uh, like, uh, eight great whites that were circling the boat. Is that Guadalupe? Yeah, yeah. Guadalupe. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We, well, see, we, Rachel would get in there and do that. Didn't and we, Kelly climb outside the cage or something? We, we did an experiment. Who is crazy. indeed, uh, you know, the king of the sea? Is it the great white or the mermaid? And we found out that once There's we put the mermaids in the water, uh, they the sharks uh, disappeared. Yeah. They they eclipsed. They, they they were in charge, and they scared the sharks away. We thought exactly the opposite was going to happen, and we were going to lose a mermaid or two. That's why we threw down uh, four in the cage at once, just to uh, safety with numbers. Or you know, does that well, make you, know, you still want to volunteer, Rachel? You know, it's funny that you say that because I actually tried to coordinate a shoot when I was working as a dive master in Thailand a few years ago. Yeah. And it was with some of my dive master buddies and we coordinated a shoot where there were like 13 or 14 black tip reef sharks. And yeah, the moment that I get like anywhere nearby in a mermaid tail, like they're gone. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you guys have those uh, mermaid pheromones or something that the great whites or whatever <laughs> don't like. I don't know. But uh, that's the kind of science... Or Shark Science, I think Shark Week should do. Hey, and we're here for you. Uh, just give us a call. We'll we'll hook that uh, project up for, I don't know, Bill? What's the latest production budgets going? It's like, it's like a half a million dollars. At least. Yeah, we can make that work for you, Discovery. So there you go. All right, uh, that'll do it for this week. Till next time when we talk all about Bug Fest. Remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Down, Down where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs>